Welcome to episode 313, or is it 314, of the show. And today, I'd like us to go over a scenario that a lot of us are familiar with. If you've been involved in business um, for yourself for any length of time, it doesn't matter if you are involved in the wedding and event space or not. And that's the situation where you have a good meeting with the bride and the groom, you have a good meeting with your potential client, and you think everything went well. Because we all have those meetings where we um, leave with good vibes, like we were gisting very well, we were relating, we were clicking, looks like everything is flowing. But then it gets to the point where it now comes to paying the deposit and we're not seeing any activity on the other end. And of course, you know, we wonder. It's just, um, it's just part of being human, I guess. We had a good meeting. I thought everything was going well. So how come they don't want to pay the deposit? Now, the reason why not everyone is immediately ready to send you that transfer to secure your services, either to shoot the wedding or to buy your inverter batteries or to engage your services to be the lesson teacher for the uh, children, the reason why not everyone is immediately ready to send you that money is because sometimes that good meeting only happened in your head. So you thought you had a good meeting, but then that was just you catching vibes. The thing that was happening substantively, or rather what happened in actual fact, it wasn't really as good as a meeting as you thought. Now, the reason why sometimes that's not a good meeting, even though it felt like it was a good meeting, is because there's a natural process of sales aversion or sales resistance that most people go through. Uh, some people call this sales aversion, although if you've been listening to this uh, show for a very long time and you're already now familiar with the works of Tom Hopkins, he uses the terms sales resistance. So... Um, Okay, no need to explain to those of you who've been listening for a while, but for newbies, if you just scroll down uh, to the much um, older episodes, that's after you're done listening to this episode, of course. If you scroll down to the episodes that have trust, need, help, and hurry in the title or anything trust-related, uh, most likely you'll find that I discussed some of the um, ideas of Tom Hopkins, who is a sales trainer, really old school sales trainer, uh, I think 70s or 80s, and um, his idea of sales resistance and how that ties into the process of getting people warmed up so that they can do business with us, so that they can engage our services to be the lesson teacher or buy our inverter batteries or get you to be the wedding planner for um you know, for their daughter's wedding or whatever, or if you happen to be speaking to the bride herself. So there's this idea of sales resistance. So it's a natural process and not everybody is ready to just dive into the sale. Um, not everybody's just ready to dive in and do business with you. And that's because nobody likes to be sold or nobody likes to be hassled even when they have a genuine need. I repeat that again, no one likes to be sold or no one likes to be hassled even when they have a genuine need. And it's something that people find confusing. Um, and I've heard from some of my friends who are wedding photographers because they feel like, you know, you obviously need a wedding photographer. That is why you are here at this bridal show. Or that's the reason why you have hit me up on the DM. Or that's the reason why, um, uh, you know, you've messaged me on Twitter or whatever. So you obviously need a wedding photographer. So if you need a wedding photographer, if you need a wedding planner, if you need inverter batteries, why not just go ahead and um, let's get this show on the road? And that's because of this thing of uh, called sales resistance. 
or sales aversion because people are just resisting the idea of being rushed. No one likes to be rushed. And then especially when you're dealing with uh, big sums, no one likes to commit to anything prematurely. So what you ought to do to make sure that you lessen this occurrence where you catch good vibes at a meeting and you think uh, everything is um, all fine and dandy and the next thing is just to uh, for them to transfer the deposit and then um, you guys begin with delivery, delivery of the inverter batteries or so you start um, um, getting down to planning their wedding. So what you need to do is you need to take time and slow down the process and you need to get your potential customers warmed up to the idea of doing business with you. Now that's where we also get to um, uh, the ideas of Tom Hopkins again. I can't believe I almost said Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, the actor. Yeah, my wife likes Tom Hardy. But today we're talking about Tom Hopkins, regardless of whether you uh, think Tom Hardy is attractive or not. So, uh, yeah, so this is uh, where the ideas of Tom Hopkins uh, comes um, comes back into the fore again. Because for Tom Hopkins and for other sales trainers who believe in these sorts of things, since there's a sales aversion inbuilt at the beginning, the bride needs a wedding planner but she's resistant. And the first thing that we actually need to do is we need to bring the resistance down. And when you bring the resistance down, then people are more warmed up to the idea of doing business with you. And it's only then that you can get the ball moving forward. So we need to have uh, frameworks and processes for involving them in conversations to um, get them to loosen up basically before you can start doing any um, hardcore selling or asking for the deposit. So once again, I hope you guys are catching that there's a difference between the vibes that you get at the meeting. You guys were all flowing and everything looks like um, it's all good. And there's a difference between the vibes you get at that meeting and whether the person actually is warmed up and ready to do business with you. So this has to be your preoccupation in the early meetings that you have. And this applies to people in the wide range of business contexts. Now, I'm sure you've noticed that I've only been speaking about certain kinds of businesses. I've mentioned wedding planning, wedding photography, um, inverter battery sales, uh, let's see what else lesson teacher um, I can't remember whatever example that I gave at the beginning of this podcast but this advice of uh, warming people up to doing business with you and getting rid of resistance only applies when you're in complex sales situations and those are situations where you are dealing with a sophisticated product or a sophisticated service you know amongst other things uh, you might say that uh, um, being a lesson teacher, I mean, that's not really sophisticated, but, you know, that's not the only thing that we're looking at, how complex um, the um, situation is. So um, typically when we're looking at uh, sophisticated products or services, this is definitely an approach that we need to adopt. So don't expect that you're going to have a nice meeting, everybody smiles at you, and then because of that, they're going to buy your inverter batteries, or because of that, you're going to become the wedding planner or the wedding photographer. So it's not that simple. Uh, Long-term listeners, you're already familiar with the ideas of simple and complex sales situations. If you're a first-time listener of the podcast today, don't worry, don't fret. The advice is the same. Once you're done with this, just skip right back out to the menu and scroll. Eventually, you're going to find a um, topic that has uh, complex sales or simple sales in the header. And if you listen to that, you're going to be 
uh, it's going to be fleshed out in more detail what makes a simple sales situation or what makes a complex sales situation. Particularly if you look at the episode of um, how to close the deal, I think this was a series of uh, recordings. I think there must have been about seven or eight, not more than 10 anyway. Uh, how to close the deal and it was based on a session that I did for Kairos Real Estate where um, we went through with the uh, sales associates that's um, the people that go out to look for business and people who handle the telephones who handle uh, the inbound so I went through the session with them about how to close the deal in real estate and I thought it was something that would be of value to um, you guys, my business family over here. And so I made a series of episodes to address uh, that. So don't worry, don't be scared. The reason why there are 10 episodes, was it 10 or 8? And I can't remember, just scroll down, you'll see it there. So the reason why there were so many episodes is because I didn't want it to be overwhelming. Um, you know, when you have people in uh, in a room, it's okay for you to schedule in two or three breaks and then go on for four hours and hash everything out. But I wanted you guys over here on the podcast to be able to have it in a piecemeal form. And so that's why there are 10 episodes. So everything is really short, you know, five, 10 minutes, and you'll be able to get um, to the gist of what is the difference between a simple sales situation and a complex sales situation. Okay, so anyway, um, back to where we were. So if you're definitely in a complex sales situation, you're a wedding photographer, uh, what else? You sell inverter batteries or you sell business consulting, then you have to have this uh, worldview in mind that it's early days, they're going to be resistant. So let's get the sales resistance down. That will warm them up to doing business with us and then we can take things from there. There's a whole lot more involved um, in the framework, of course. So um, uh, those of you who are listening for the first time, like I said, just scroll back. All the episodes that are uh, around trust, need, help and hurry will have more um, of those details. So let me see, where was I? Hmm, I've lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah, so this advice is for when you're in a complex sales situation and uh, other things to look out for um, are not just how sophisticated the product is, but sometimes also the amount of money involved. So if you're going to be, if you're talking about huge sums of money, people are going to be resistant. So in the wedding and the event space, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of naira or millions of naira. So people are going to be very um, uh, hesitant or, uh, you know, very hesitant uh, because of the amount of money uh, involved. There was this uh, British uh, British Council event that I was at. I was providing the photography services and then I think it's I Am Events who did lighting, sound and um, all of that and the bill at the end of the day I think came up to about 4M and um, so I mean you can see that the amounts of sums that are involved here can be um, quite huge. So even if it's a wedding planning or sorry wedding coordination and you're looking at just 50 or 100k it's not as if the average Nigerian just has uh, 50k to throw around or 100k to throw around so relatively speaking you might want to say that it's not a big sum of money in an absolute sense so maybe 50k is not big in an absolute sense but in relative terms given the harsh economic realities that most of our clients uh, face right now um you know 50k 100k that's not money that you can just sneeze at so with the huge amounts of money involved uh, people become more um, risk averse and so there is some um hesitation and then of course uh difference between simple and complex sales also depends on the number of people that have to be consulted before the deal is made and it's something that we face um 
real front and center in the wedding and the event space. So yes, you're talking to the bride, but the thing is the groom also kind of has a say and you know, the momchi of the bride might also have a say and maybe the father of the groom. So I mean, for you as the decorator, you think it's straightforward, the bride likes purple and um, okay, let's say maybe the wedding colors are pink and purple and the bride thinks it should be an all purple affair. And uh, you know, you guys um, have all that talk only to find out later on that uh, the mother of the groom has some ideas or the bride's mother has um, uh, some ideas as well. So these are also some of the things that slow down the uh, process before you get the deposit because uh, of the complexity and the number of people to be consulted uh yeah so stuff like that so the thing is if you're in a simple sales situation then you, you don't have to worry about this whole thing of uh getting rid of um sales resistance or sales aversion because if you're dealing with uh, commoditized products or cheap products and only one person can buy the product, then you don't have to worry about being this sophisticated. So if you sell a goosey in the market, you, you don't have to worry about all this. Um, is there sales resistance? Uh, are they cool enough? Should we warm them down? You know, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to worry about all those things. It's a simple product. It's a commodity. It's cheap. Only one person can buy. So in that case, uh, take it or leave it works very fine. You know, if the person is wasting your time, you can simply say, look, okay, you know, it's a goosey. Do you want to buy this a goosey or not? If he buys, that's good. And if he doesn't buy, then, you know, on to the next one then um let's see okay so bottom line is the transfer is not just going to go through immediately because when we're talking about complex situations we're talking about big deals the, the prospective customer wants to know you they want to like you and they want to trust you a little bit and so that's why all this talk about sales resistance and sales acceptance is important then um, another thing that we also have to worry about is we want to be sure that they have a need on the other end or some ideal vision that they are seeking that we're going to be able to help them out with. Because even if the money is going to drop very quickly, so let's say uh, you're like um, as big as um, IM Media and uh, your bill comes up to 5M. So even if they have... Even if they have the 5M and they're ready to send it over immediately, you need to be sure that you're going to be able to achieve the ideal vision that they are um, seeking towards, that you have the inventory to match what it is that they need. Because you might say 5M and they say, okay, sure, no problem. And then you send over the 5M. And then once you get into the conversation uh, and you're getting the sense of um, what their um, ideal goals are for the day, you might find out that you need more heating units or more truss rods or more this or more that. And you find that at the end of the day, maybe you should have quoted more like 7M or something. And then you're in that awkward situation of having to go back to ask for more uh, money or you're able to deliver under budget. And this is one that happens to wedding photographers a lot. Um, they tell you, you tell them 400, they say, oh, 400, no problem. What's your account details? They pay you in full. And then you deliver and they say, ah, what is this? Uh, you know, this is rubbish. Uh, my skin is too black. Uh, my skin is too yellow. Uh, there are too many pimples on my forehead or there are not enough pimples on my forehead. It's too fake or it's too realistic looking and all those quarrels that happen at the end of the day. So we need to be sure that um, we're going to be able to match this ideal vision that they are looking for. So uh, in summary, it's only when all these things align that the deal is going to pull through. So it's not about how cool the meeting went and the level of vibes or the lack of vibes that you got at the meeting. But if there is sales resistance, you're able to get rid of that sales resistance and you're able to be sure that um, you can um, match the vision 
that they have in mind is only when we sort out all these things leading up to the final ask that the big uh, transfer post right at the end of the day that they ask for your account details and then they send you your 5m or your 400k or whatever it is so um, in summary i guess we shouldn't just look at how cool the meeting was before we decide whether it was a good a good enough meeting um, or not and don't worry if this has happened to you recently because it's something that happens to everyone and it used to happen to me a lot in the um, early days of trying to build um, my first business as a wedding photographer i'd have a meeting and my wife would ask oh how did it go i'll say oh fantastic yeah we're chatting blah 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 we have this in common oh they like this they like that they like that and then when that situation where uh, it's time to pay the deposit and then they go ghost or is this excuse or that excuse and uh, on and on that's because all the many things that we have spoken about here and more are all the preliminary stuff that we have to go through before we can get them to pay the deposit to book us for the consulting services or to pay for uh to get us to be the wedding planner or the photographer or to buy our inventor batteries or if you sell shoes um and bags on instagram you know these are some of the things that we have to go through before we can um uh, get the deposit so that's it pretty much um yeah so that's it so thank you very much for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast I am your host, Abuja-based business consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. And remember that if you do find anything here valuable that we've spoken about, be sure to share with your friends, with your family and uh, your enemies as well. Because we should, all, we should also want our enemies to do well, if you're a Christian at least. So be sure to share with um, everyone and then uh, subscribe so that it comes up on whatever podcast um, app that you have. And remember, any questions, comments or inquiries, you can uh, hit me back using the community function here on uh, Spotify. You just hit the voice bubble and you'll be able to send me a voice note. And it's the same if you're using the Anchor app. Um, yeah, as far as I know, Apple and the others don't have those available yet. But you know how these things are. Somebody starts with one feature and then everybody copies. So eventually, I'm sure you're going to be able to do that. Oh, yes. And one more thing. Please go to the rating section. You don't have to write down any words. Just give me a couple of stars. It's a shame that we've been at this for now. Nigeria's longest running business show. I... I'm yet to be corrected, so I'm going to keep making that boast. So um, over 300 episodes, we've been going at this, um, uh, closing in on three years. So it's a shame that we've only got two five-star ratings. I mean, so um, help your boy out, go there, give us some more ratings, um, share the love, and let's spread the gospel of how sales and personal selling can grow our businesses one conversation at a time. So thank you very much, guys. I'll catch you at the next recording.